0: What's up, everybody? It's Thea Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening today. I hope you're having a fantastic day uh, doing, hey, whatever it is that you might be doing. Um, I know a lot of you guys are, I mean, we have some amazing listeners. And the more I learn about you guys, the more I'm just wowed at uh, what God's doing in your lives and some of the things you guys are up to. So I know that whatever you're in the middle as you're whatever you're in the middle of as you listen to this, um, I know that it's probably super important and I'm so grateful that you'd give me your ear for just a little bit. Today we're talking about uh, the most common mistakes that people make. Five of them in particular, guys. This is like a uh, like a bit of a you know catchy, clicky kind of title like five common mistakes that guys make. Um, you're about to get some major depth, uh, and I'm telling you if you really understand what I'm going to provide you in this episode you will move forward in your recovery. I can pretty much guarantee it. Now, really quick before I jump into it, thank you again for all the support you guys are giving us on the podcast. We continue to just be amazed, just absolutely amazed at your support. And um, in case you haven't heard me mention this before, we don't promote, we don't advertise on the podcast, not intentionally at least. We've had a couple of mistaken uh, ads come in, uh, but we, really, we don't generate revenue from the podcast. This is a gift, it's a free resource, and the only way we're able to do that is you guys spreading the word about what we do, uh, because if we do plateau or we're not able to grow the audience, then we will have to invest some money in it, and then the nature of the podcast will change, and I really don't want it to come to that. But I'm relying on you guys. So if you have found some value in what we provide here and you think there might be some people who would benefit from what we're providing, all I ask is that you share something valuable with someone that you think maybe would also find value in it or that you leave a rating or review on your preferred platform. So if you're willing to do either of those things, both of those things, that would mean the absolute world to me. All right, now let's let's get into it. So, I wanted to share with you guys five common mistakes that men make in recovery. Now, your recovery is probably with porn addiction if you're listening to this, but it could be, you know, an affair, it could be some other sexual misbehavior, and or maybe it's not even a behavioral thing. Maybe you've just observed that there's still lust in your heart and there's some work to be done. These five mistakes happen all across the board. So mistake number one is doing it alone, and I'm preaching to the choir here. I mean, in in my recovery, I tried to do so much on my own. I was so proud, and I was also terrified, you know, of bringing other people in, and we talk about this one a lot, so I'm not going to belabor it, but guys, just you need to get other people involved. That's just the bottom line if you really want to be successful. Okay, number two. Uh, A number two mistake that guys make is they monitor progress on the insignificant. So here's what I mean. We've had a lot of guys who are like, you know, oh man, I, you know, I, I did X, Y, Z and I don't know, something just feels different, you know, and I can just see that the momentum's going, something feels different. It's like, well, what do you mean it feels different? Well, I I just mean that it feels, this feels like it's going to work. Okay, why does it feel like it's going to work? Well, because I, I don't know. I've never done it before. And I don't know. Something just feels different. And usually what people are actually describing is they're describing just a elation, you know, a, a euphoria, a, a really happy feeling because maybe, you know, they feel like they're in control again. Maybe they did see a little bit of progress. But those things are not to us. They're not indicators that you're actually moving along in the recovery journey. Like, hey, if you if you got this feeling like, you know, something's working, that's awesome. Just keep quiet about it. Keep going about your business. And then let's see like six to 12 weeks down the road. Then let's see if this is different. But we don't we don't need you talking about it like three days in. Okay, just stay humble and let's see once the euphoria wears off if and maybe i'm wrong but we'll know for sure because once the euphoria wears off or once time goes on long enough then we'll see what's what but we don't want we don't want to get this this illusion of progress just because something feels great or feels different or you know, we have a lot of hope or a lot of excitement, the, the rubber has to hit the road and then we evaluate progress, okay? Uh, mistake number three is failing to focus on the internal. And this is our bread and butter. I mean, this is the message of the podcast is if you want to make progress in your life, certainly if you want to overcome the hurdles of sexual sin and misbehavior, you will need to focus on the internal. When you focus on the external, you wind up in cycles. You count streaks. Uh, maybe you're even the guy who's like, "This feels different." You know, maybe you make mistake number two. Uh, when you focus on the external, um, you are much less prone to, you know, community um, to really being open and transparent. And ultimately, you might reach a place of sobriety, but that is the absolute most you could ever achieve. You have no chance of true freedom because true freedom happens on the inside. That is when you actually address the root issues. It's when you mature emotionally, psychologically, and otherwise. It's when you build relationship skills. It's when you learn to form meaningful connections. It's when you work through your trauma. It's when you build a strong sense of security and self. It is when you really learn to appreciate your value and your worth. And it's when you develop a deep understanding of who you are and of whose you are. And, and your place in Christ, and all of these things kind of intermingle and work together for you to make a full recovery. And if you don't focus on these things, if you're unwilling to go to these deeper, a little bit, you know, trickier places, then you will continue to live in misery and in some sort of cycle, probably making the first two mistakes repeatedly. So do not focus on the external Make sure that your efforts are concentrated primarily, if not exclusively, well, no, not exclusively, just primarily on the internal. Okay, number four, fourth mistake we've seen is guys get ahead of themselves. And here's what I mean by this. We've had guys who, you know, they've they've been struggling with porn for a couple days uh, a week. uh, Sorry, a couple, yeah, a couple days a week. Sometimes it's a couple times a day, you know, or or daily. Uh, We've had some guys who struggle a couple times a month. It just kind of depends, I guess. But what happens is they start doing our program, and you know they see that the program works. They're making progress, they're attending the coaching calls. And you know, let's take an example. You got Jim who's been watching porn three times a week, and suddenly he's just about to hit week three, and he's like, "Guys, I've made it." I am it. I am freedom. I am recovery. I got this thing made, baby. I got it sorted out. You need any tips? You need any advice? Let me know. I'm I'm three weeks clean. I don't know if you guys heard, but like I got this thing under control, and so I won't be attending the coaching calls anymore because I, I definitely don't need those. Um, I might you know dabble in the course content, but I kind of got the gist of it anyway. And um, I'm probably just gonna go tell a bunch of people about how great I'm doing because it feels really good, and then that way I can kind of like you know recreate my image publicly and, you know, really get some good word out there about, you know, the work that God's been doing in my heart so that I can like just kind of keep coasting here. So thanks so much, Deep Clean. It's been great. Have a good one. You know, obviously I'm exaggerating, you know, um, but like the, the reality is uh, guys do this. I, I've i done this. I mean, I remember countless times, you know, I hit five weeks or, you know, a couple of times I hit five months and it was like, okay, yep got it good to go and and then what happens is see and and again there's nothing wrong with like acknowledging your progress and even being confident in the steps you've made i'm not i'm not trying to downplay that what what people do mistakenly what i specifically mean by getting ahead of themselves is that they they let their guard down or they ease the boundaries too quickly so like you know we had we had one guy i remember who did our program, and you know, the first stage of the program, we we have a little talk about social media, and so we explain that, you know, social media is kind of the gateway drug here, and you know, some people need social media for their business, or their work, or whatever, there's, there's exceptional circumstances, but generally speaking, we're like, look, you don't actually need social media, and we think it will be much better for you in your journey if you don't use it at all, uh, and if you're going to use it, use it minimally with some really strict boundaries. Now guys guys get mixed reviews on this some some of them love it some of them hate it we don't care do it you know it's it's part of the system and we know that it will help you if you do it but typically what happens especially for the guys who kind of do it reluctantly or they don't they don't maybe fully buy in right they don't see the value of it is they hit some milestone of freedom and then right away they go back into social media they're like, well, this is great I hit my three weeks right let's take let's go back to Jim Jim hit his his three weeks so he's like, well I'm good to go you know I, I think I got this thing figured out so um yeah I'm not gonna go back to social media the way I, I did before that was bad I'm gonna ease back into it and it's like bro you're you're not far enough down the road for the the changes to happen in your brain for the maturity to come. And for you to really be in a place where you could actually handle those things again and handle them well. And the problem is that we – typically when people do this, when they make this mistake, it like so you have Jim who's week three. So then week four, he's like, all right, I'm back on social media. But it's it's limited, right? But it's not super limited because, you know, he's got all this freedom. He's got all this swagger and confidence about his recovery. And so, you know, week four, it's like, hey, this is great. I use social media, not a big deal. Week five, he's using it a little bit more, but it's not that much of a difference. It's just a little bit more, you know, and then week six, he's got a really tough day and he winds up, you know, like looking up some models and he's like, oh, wow. Okay, you don't definitely don't need to do that. And what happens? Well, the battles he's fighting now are completely different than if he would have just kept the progress going after those three weeks and left the boundaries intact. See, you have nothing to lose by keeping the boundaries intact just a little bit longer, right? Just erring on the side of caution and using a little bit of wisdom, but you have everything to lose if you're willing to bring those boundaries down prematurely. So why play with fire? So anyway, I'm going to get on a soapbox here if I don't stop myself. Just, just. Don't don't get ahead of yourself, okay? And number five, and this is the biggest one, guys, is poor problem solving. Now, what I mean by this specifically is, um, guys, guys by nature are great problem solvers, but sometimes we get in our own way. And what I mean is, recovery is really about solving problems, right? And uh, it, sure, it's the big problem of of sin, of lust, of uh, you know, watching pornography. Sure, these are the kind of the big problems but it's a lot of micro problem solving. You know, So what happens when you've you've been watching porn on a daily basis and now you got it to weekly, but you can't get past weekly? Well, problem solving is required. You need to get some clarity on what the real issue is and what your next course of action is to get past that issue. And sometimes that means uh, involving your community. Sometimes it means reaching out to a friend. You might have to pay somebody, a coach or a counselor, or or maybe you're in a program so you get some coaching. You need to reach out to your coach. It, it, It doesn't matter, but you need to be really good at knowing how to solve your problems before you go down the spiral because we've all been down that spiral where it's like, ah, nothing's working and I'm never going to get past this and blah, you know, and typically when guys have reached this point, it's actually because they failed to solve a problem earlier and they got so frustrated in their inability to solve that problem that they became hopeless and then they started to reach some irrational conclusions about their situation and about whether or not it could be remedied. So so use your problem-solving skills. Don't be proud about it. It's okay to reach out and ask for help and get some guidance. But you want to think of the recovery journey as like a thousand small problems to solve until the big problem is taken care of. It takes time to get there, but trust me, if, if you make the mistake of being a poor problem solver, you will spin your tires and you will stay frustrated for a very long time. So guys, those are the five common mistakes that men make in recovery. I promise you some depth and I hope that you were able to see just what we were providing here. Uh, again, if you found some value in this, please share it with other people in your recovery circles or in your small groups, uh, your pastors, your leaders, you know, even people who are just holding you accountable. Sometimes just sharing content with them and saying, hey, this is the, some of the stuff I'm taking in. This is some of the stuff that's helping me um, and maybe even, you know, if there's someone you trust, they could evaluate the content and say, oh, you know what, bro, you don't actually need this kind of stuff. Let me send you something else. Or maybe they can say, yeah, this sounds great. Keep going with it. Um, either way, guys, much love to you. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I wish you an incredible day. We'll talk soon. Take care. Bye bye. Hey, everybody. It's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcasts that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash The Man Within.